Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone, and coming to you live tonight from Chad Ochocinco's Bachelor Party, it's the Fourth and Inches Show with Jana and the Sherpa. Jana, welcome to the show. Hi, I'm having a great time at the Bachelor Party. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, that's right. He, he, just, he tried to just slip me something. I'm not sure what it was, but I told him we have to get the show done first, and then we'll party with him. But So how are you, F? In light of the Cowboys' uh, triumphant um, game over the over the Giants the other day, which which broke my heart, but so be it. I'm sure it broke your heart. It was nice to see, but I don't. I, I'm realistic as a Cowboys fan. I don't think that it's going to continue on. We're not going on a winning streak here. So because the Cowboys that. won that game, does that mean they're now ahead of the Giants in the standings, or no? Um, I don't think so. I oh, think we're still okay. in the basement and. Um, too many more wins, we're going to mess up our draft pick for next year. So at this That's point, right. hopefully we'll you'll finish about eight and eight so that you won't get a good draft pick and you won't make the playoffs <laughs> either. But uh, we'll see. So anyway, what do we got cooking for the show tonight? Well, tonight we are going to do injuries as always, but I'm giving you the light version. We're also going to look at all of our games coming up for this week, and we're going to talk about the top waiver wire pickups by position for this week since bye weeks are over, but again, we have a million injuries, so we're going to tell you who you can fill spots with. Um, if you, We're going to be here for an hour from 9.30 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern, as we are all season, and if you want to be a part of the show, you can feel free to email us or tweet us or call us at any point during the show, and we check all of these things throughout, well, I do. <laughs> Um, you can find us an email at the number four T H N inches show at gmail dot com. That's the number four T H N inches show at gmail dot com. You can also follow us and tweet us on Twitter at the number four T H N inches show, uh, or you can call us at three four seven six seven seven one six zero eight. That's three four seven six seven seven one six zero eight. And if you can't get enough of us during this one hour, which I'm sure you can't, you can find us all week on the FantasyFootballSherpa.com blog. Uh, We do debates there. We actually have one coming up about whether or not to carry uh, backups, defense, kickers, tight ends, and as always, we disagree on that. Or you can read the Sherpa's football musings on the Huffington Post. And each Sunday morning on Twitter, we're helping you with your starter sick questions. And uh, I think that's it. Let's get right into it. All righty. So (coughs) why don't you start us off with the injuries while I cough up a lung here? (laughs) All right. I I might have to put Sherpa on the injury report, it sounds like. Um, So this week, since there seem to be... There seem to be more injuries than usual, but we have a lot to get through tonight. I'm giving you the biggest, most impactful ones. Um, Again, the Colts have 100 people not practicing and injured. Most notably, both running backs, Joseph Adai and Mike Hart, did not practice today. Neither did wide receiver Reggie Wayne. Although Reggie Wayne is likely to play this week, uh, it looks like Joseph Adai and Mike Hart will not, so it's going to be the Donald Brown show again. Wide receiver Austin Colley did practice but was limited. He's still recovering from that concussion and those brutal hits against the Eagles. He is hoping to play this week, but check back and see on Sunday morning. Uh, in big news this afternoon, Carolina placed running back D'Angelo Williams on IR. He is done for the season with a strained arch in his foot. 
Um, and uh, <laughs> they also have running back troubles as well, like the Colts. Jonathan Stewart and Tyrell Sutton both are not practicing. They're likely not playing this week, so Mike Goodson is your go-to guy again. Uh, Buffalo has ruled out C.J. Spiller with a hamstring injury he suffered last week during their game. Vikings wide receiver Sidney Rice is still trying to play this season. It's not going to be this week. He's hoping to be activated next Wednesday, but there are rumors coming out that maybe the Vikings aren't going to play him at all, so that's kind of touch and go. Uh, in better running back news, Reggie Bush is going to return from his broken fibula this week. Uh, Steelers re- <laughs> released, I know this is your favorite, we're talking about kickers, they released Jeff Reed and signed Sean Sweesman this week. It was a, season, a series of yips for Jeff Reed and many other kickers this weekend. Not a good weekend to be a kicker. No. Giants wide receiver Steve Smith tore his pectoral muscle last week during practice. He is out for this week and is considered week to week, although he's likely not going to play for a few weeks. Uh, they did sign wide receiver Derek Hagan in his absence. We'll see if he has any impact. The Dolphins' quarterback situation is a little bit murky right now. Chad Pennington hurt his shoulder on his first play from scrimmage this weekend. Unfortunately, like many people suspected, injuries continue to to plague him. And then Chad Henney has a knee injury. He's doubtful for this week. They do play tomorrow night. Uh, it looks like Tyler Thigpen is going to be taking the reins. They did work out five quarterbacks, including Jamarcus Russell this week, but signed Patrick Ramsey. Uh, Redskins running back Ryan Turan is doubtful. He hurt his hamstring. You can look at Keelan Williams to replace him because he had a nice game last week. Clinton Portis is likely not playing again as well. Texans quarterback Matt Schaub was hospitalized with a knee bursa problem. Uh, He should be released today. He was there overnight. He's hoping to play this weekend. Um, Dan Orlovsky would be your guy there otherwise, but hopefully Schaub does take the snaps. Chargers tight end Antonio Gates is likely not playing again this week with a plantar fasciitis injury, and their pack of wide receivers that are all injured, it's it's something you really got to check on Sunday. It seems nobody's practicing, but whether or not guys play is really going to come down to the wire. Jimmy Clausen is questionable with a concussion. Tony Pike may may be getting his first start this Sunday. Steelers' Heinz Ward passed his concussion test. He is cleared to play and will this weekend. Um, in other quarterback news, Mark Sanchez has a calf injury. He should be fine for Sunday. And Matt Stafford won't need shoulder surgery, but he is not playing this week. It's still going to be Sean Hill taking snaps under center. So those are the highlights, or lowlights, if you will, of the injuries this week. Um, so you mean I to tell me if Matt Schaub can't play that they're not going to start Matt Leinart instead of Dan Orlovsky? Matt Leinart would Matt Leinart would be number two. He took some extra reps this week, but it looks like Orlovsky is going to be the guy if Schaub can't go. Because Leinart should really be the guy there. I, Matt Leinart hasn't done anything to prove himself in the NFL. Neither well, has Dan Orlovsky, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it'll be interesting. Leinert's name is easier to pronounce, so he should play. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Let's, so should let's we dive right, right into the game? Yeah. Pardon? All right, dive into yeah, the let's, game? let's go right in. Okay, we have yet another Thursday night game, which I think we're going to have, with the possible exception of the last week of the season, I think we've got a Thursday night game, at least one for every week of the season coming up here. So this week it's... Chicago and Miami with a short week. Chicago traveling to Miami. 
this game I'm not really excited about. I think it's going to be a low-scoring thing. I think in spite of all their quarterbacks, their injured quarterbacks named Chad, I think Miami's going to find a way to win the game. At least they don't have a quarterback named Jay, so I think they'll win. I think the final score will be 21-17. Um, I I think I'm a little more excited about this than you are. Um, I'm interested to see what happens with Tyler Thigpen. Obviously, I am very partial to Chad Henney, but I I sincerely doubt he plays. There's just not enough time for him to get his knee under him. But I never know what Chicago team we're going to get. So I think Miami will shock everybody and win this. I don't know how much of an upset it can actually be, but I think Miami wins. Fantasy-wise for Chicago, I think if you're in a two-quarterback league, you can start Jay Cutler. I'm not ready to start him in just a a one-quarterback league just yet. I like Johnny Knox maybe as a flex player, maybe Devin Hester, depending on how your league scoring system is. I would say no to Earl Bennett. I'm not pretty jazzed on any of their wide receivers outside of Johnny Knox just because I'm not really excited about Jay Cutler as a quarterback right now. Um, I would say you can go ahead and start Matt Forte, but I hope he's not the the running back you're hanging your hat on. He's been very inconsistent. I don't see him putting up huge numbers, and I I don't think Chester Taylor's a better option, though, there either. He's just as inconsistent and doesn't have as many touches as Matt Forte. I would say he's yes to playing Greg Olson. offensive line. Yeah. <laughs> I would say go ahead and start Tate and Greg Olson. I think he's the one kind of bright spot there. Jay Cutler's got to throw to somebody. Um, I would say no to the defense. I'd say yes to kicker Robbie Gould, even though he had kind of a sketchy week last week, but I still have faith. And did you mention the defense? I would would not start the defense. I think Tyler Thigpen might be okay, so I'm I'm not really starting to stop it. I mean, I agree that I think Tyler Thigpen is is better than people think. He had a nice spell in in Kansas City for a while there. But um, as far as Miami goes, not too excited about this game. Obviously, you don't want to start any quarterback named Chad, especially if his last name is Pennington, because then you might as well just draw a zero <laughs> on your sheet for the week and take a and put an L on it and then smack yourself on the forehead. But so I wouldn't start. Those two quarterbacks, Tyler Thigpen would be a maybe for me. Not in a one-quarterback league. In a two-quarterback league, I probably would. So you've got the – that's the quarterbacks. Running back-wise, Ronnie Brown would be a maybe for me. Ricky Williams would be a no. Wide receivers, yes to Brandon Marshall. No to Brian Hartline and maybe for Devon Bess. Tight end Anthony Fasano would be a yes for me, and he just got a nice contract extension today or yesterday. And I would say yes to the defense and no to kicker Dan Carpenter. All right. Pretty easy. All right. It'll be interesting this game. Moving right along, the the hottest team in football right now, the Buffalo Bills, are traveling <laughs> to Cincinnati for for the first of the Sunday early games. It's It's been a nice ride for Buffalo, and they have their one-game winning streak. I'm not even sure you can call a one-game thing a winning streak. I think it has to be at least two in order to be a streak. But, And I don't think they're going to get it. I think Cincinnati's going to win this game 27-21. And you know, as usual, Buffalo will keep it close. But also, as usual, they'll, they'll find some way to screw it up at the end. So, of course, you could say the same thing about Carson Palmer for most of the season. But I still think mm-hmm. that uh, Cincinnati wins this game. I think Buffalo is going to have a winning streak. I think they beat Cincinnati. 
I don't think this is too high scoring of an affair. I think it it could be something like 21-17, but I do not have faith in Carson Palmer at all right now, and it makes me sad that he just – I'm scared he never gets back to his elite quarterback form. I don't know if these injuries are, are bogging him down or if he's just his body's just too beat up. I just don't know, but right now I'm not a believer in him. Uh, Fantasy-wise for Buffalo, I would start Ryan Fitzpatrick if you're in a two-quarterback league. He's not going to give you enough points to usurp any of those top 12 guys just yet. Although he does have a touchdown pass intentionally team, which no other quarterback can really say right now. I would say yes, start Steve Johnson, start Lee Evans, start running back Fred Jackson. Uh, but I would say no to the tight end, no to the kicker, no to the defense. There's just no value to be had there. On the Cincinnati side, you want whoever is starting at running back for them this week because Buffalo's run defense is so lousy. The question is, is that going to be Cedric Benson or not? Right now he's questionable with a foot injury for the game. If he can't play, running back Bernard Scott becomes a really good start, and chances are he's available on the waiver wire in your league still. So if you're starting the likes of, I don't know, um, you know, Tim Hightower or Beanie Wells, you might want to see if Bernard Scott's on your waiver wire. He might be a worthwhile fill-in this week if uh, Keelan Williams is already gone and, and you need a running back. So I would also look to wide receiver Terrell Owens as a starter this week, tight end Jermaine Gresham, and I would start the Bengals' defense and newly signed kicker Aaron Petrie. I would start all those guys... And to me, Carson Palmer, who's questionable with his shoulder, I would say he's a maybe. And I'd also say Chad Ochocinco, who also has a shoulder injury. Apparently shoulder injuries are contagious in Cincinnati. But I would say he's also questionable. (laughs) All right. Let's keep rolling. Okay, up next. Well, if you thought that uh, Todd Haley was... uh, was was fired up and rude to Josh McDaniel on Sunday. Wait till this Sunday when he gets to play his his former team, the Arizona you know, Cardinals. So we'll see how that goes. I think this time he's not going to have any reason to pull alligator arms on his post game handshake. I think Kansas City is going to win this game, thirty one twenty. Yeah, I just I think Kansas City has got to win this. I just unless they just totally implode, I don't think there's any way Arizona's going to outplay them. Uh, Derek Anderson's going to still be the quarterback this week there. I just, I don't know how much better he is as an option than Max Hall. At least he's got a better downfield threat, although incompletions and interceptions are going to be up. I just, I'm not excited about really anything Arizona's doing right now. I would only start Derek Anderson... I'm sorry. At this point, I'd rather start Chad Pennington than Derek Anderson. You know, I I can't totally disagree with you. Okay. I I think you can only start Derek Anderson if you're in a two-quarterback league. Um, I I think you have to start Larry Fitzgerald and Steve Breston. He's got to throw somewhere, but you can't expect the kind of numbers they gave you last season. Hopefully they're respectable, but you just never know which Derek Anderson's going to come out each Sunday. I would start Tim Hightower, but say no to Beanie Wells. Obviously, Beanie Wells didn't play last week with the knee injury. He said his knee's feeling significantly better as of today, but I just you don't know right up until Sunday if he's going to play or not. And when he did play two weeks ago, he was not effective at all. 
I think you start Tim Hightower and don't even worry about Beanie Wells right now. And I would say no tight end, no kicker, no defense. That's it. <laughs> that describes their whole team pretty well in a nutshell right there. Yeah, it's not so much a fantasy report, it's an actual team report. <laughs> right. So for Kansas oh. City, I, I there's a lot to like this week. Again, I think it's going to be a fairly high-scoring game. I think they're going to be able to shake off the effects of their two in in you know the, the division losses the last couple weeks to Denver and Oakland. They'll be back at home this week. I think Matt Castle will have a big game, so start him. Start running backs, Jamal Charles and Thomas Jones. Start Wayne Receive. Wayne receiver, wide receiver Dwayne Bow. It's not really a tongue twister. I don't know why I messed that up. Tight end Tony Moyaki is questionable with a concussion, but if he does play this week, you want to start him and also start the Chiefs defense. Chances are Derek Anderson will complete more passes to them than he will to his own team, so you may as well start them. I'd say no to wide receivers Chris Chambers and Dexter McCluster. McCluster's questionable with an ankle injury. No to kicker Ryan Suckup just because I don't think the Chiefs are going to be kicking many field goals. I think it'll be mostly extra points for them this week. Moving on. All right, fair enough. Let's All right. keep going. The Favre Bowl. Green Bay is at Minnesota, and all the all the paparazzi will be out in force, I'm sure. So I, as much as I hate to say this, I think Minnesota is. I shouldn't say I like Minnesota. I'm just not a Brett Favre fan, but I think the Favres will beat the Rodgerses this week, 27 to 24. What do you think of this game? Ooh, ooh! I, you know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. I think he can do no wrong on a football field. Um, I think he's one of the best options at quarterback for fantasy. Period. I think Green Bay wins. I think they win by two touchdowns. I don't think it's even a question. I know Brett Favre has 28 different body parts injured right now, and he's clearly going to play, and this and that's hurt, and now he's seen Dr. James Andrews, but he's not getting MRIs and all these shenanigans. Do you think he's going to be um, on Dances think... with the Stars when his career's over, or no? I Do you honestly think his wife's going to let him get near any more attractive women ever? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Might spice up the ratings um, a little bit, but go ahead. I don't I don't know. At this point I think too many people don't like him. I just I think that, that Well how do you explain Bristol Palin doing well then? I I mean, do you want to have a dancing with the stars show or do you want to talk about dancing? No, let's let's keep talking about this. <laughs> um, I, I don't think the Sydney Rice drama is helping any in Minnesota with Drew Rosenhaus getting involved and whether or not they're going to take him, activate him and play him again this season. It's just, there's too much. Maybe they rally around hating their coach a la the miracle in the 80s, but Green Bay wins this handily. I don't think it's even close. I think you start Aaron Rodgers. I think you start Greg Jennings. You start Donald Driver. If he plays, he's got a, a couple of nagging injuries. I suspect he plays through them. Maybe even James Jones at wide receiver if you need a flex player or people are underperforming on your team. Go ahead and start running back Brandon Jackson again if you've got guys underperforming. But I would say no to the tight end. I would say yes kicker, yes defense. I don't think Minnesota scores more than 14 points. Ouch. 
I think this yeah. this might be our game of the Old week season. in terms of disagreement. <laughs> Not only do we disagree on who's going to win, but I think it's going to be a close game with Minnesota winning, and you think it's going to be a blowout with Green Bay winning. So we're not even on the same page here. For Minnesota, I think Adrian Peterson is going to have a big game. I wouldn't be surprised if he runs for 140, 150 yards against that Packer defense. Percy Harvin is questionable with an ankle, and I I don't know who knows if he plays or not. If he does, I think you definitely want to start him. Tight end Vasante Shanko, you want to start him. Start the Vikings defense because I don't think they'll give up more than 24 points. Start kicker Ryan Longwell. I would not start, well, obviously if Sidney Rice is not playing, you don't want to start him. And Bernard Varian is questionable with groin injury. Don't start him either. Uh, quarterback Brett Favre, he's questionable with an ankle injury. He's a maybe for me, as is uh, wide receiver Greg Camarillo. And I would start Camarillo if, if Harvin can't play. Favre has to throw it to somebody and can't throw every pass yeah. to himself so or to Shanko. So. All right. All right. Next. Next we right. have we have Washington, which looked great on Monday night against the Eagles. They're traveling down to Tennessee, so who knows what frivolity and hilarity will ensue there. But I actually think Washington's <laughs> going to bounce back and play well this week, or at least well enough to win. I think their defense is going to clamp down a bit on on Tennessee. I don't think Tennessee's passing game is what it needs to be yet, and I, I think Washington wins this game 31-24. I I think Washington probably wins this game, although quite frankly I'm not I wouldn't be shocked if Tennessee did. I just think Washington needs to come out and really make a statement and, and Tennessee's defense isn't great. They've got the 20th ranked pass, pass defense, so maybe McNabb can make something out of it. I just I don't think there's a ton of scoring in this game cuz I'm not super confident in either quarterbacks. But for Washington, I think you start McNabb in two quarterback leagues. I think you can go ahead and start Santana Moss, and I might even go as far to start Anthony Armstrong. He is their deep threat. He doesn't get a ton of targets, but when he does, it's a big play. And like I said, it's the 20th-ranked pass defense, so he's got more opportunities. Ryan Turan, you really need to see if he plays. He's doubtful. I know a lot of people are going to – not want to sit him if he does start because of what he's capable of. But with a hamstring injury, I'm I'm thinking it's not even worth putting him out there. I would say go ahead, if you have Keelan Williams or you can pick him up, go ahead and do that and start him. I'd start tight end Chris Cooley, but no kicker, no defense. For Tennessee, I think this is a good week to start Chris Johnson. Most people think you should start him every week. I would disagree, but I think this is definitely one of the weeks where it's a no-brainer. Wide receivers, Randy Moss and Nate Washington, I would start them. And I would start tight end Bo Scape as well. I'd say no to Tennessee's defense, no to kicker Rob Baronis. Terry Collins, I think, is out with his calf injury, so I wouldn't obviously yeah, start him. Yeah, for a few weeks. Okay. So Vince Young is the guy there. I'd say he's a maybe. And then last I saw, Kenny Britt was also listed as as up to questionable this week, but even if he does play, you know, I don't I don't start him and I don't start Justin Gage. So not much to get excited about there for, for Tennessee. Chris Johnson and that's about it. Randy Moss and that's about it. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't think this is going to be the game to watch this week. I think there are are going to be more interesting ones out there for sure. Although our next game game? probably isn't going to – yeah, I don't think this or the next game we're going to talk about, Cleveland-Jacksonville, is going to be too terribly exciting. I think think the Cleveland-Jacksonville game could actually be a good game. I I think that hopefully for Jacksonville's sake, they're not going to have to rely on another Hail Mary pass, although that was pretty cool to see. But I think they will win this game 27-24. So both the teams seem to be getting a bit better, but I think Jacksonville's a bit, bit better than Cleveland is only a bit better at this point. So if that makes sense, and even if it doesn't, I still think Jacksonville's going to win 27-24. I think the Browns win, and I think they do it by a touchdown. I oh. am I'm, I'm on the Colt McCoy bandwagon. I am... I'm sitting right front and center. <laughs> I've been impressed with what he's done. He's played some really tough teams, and he's lived to tell about it. He hasn't gotten himself hurt or into huge, terrible interception statistics like a lot of quarterbacks would have. I no, think I agree. If you're in a two-quarterback league, go ahead and start him. I'm not saying, you know, start him over half the league. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, You know, and I'm not, I'm not that crazy. <laughs> okay. Um, although my one big problem with Colt McCoy is that he really doesn't have a lot of options to throw to. Um, Muhammad Massaqua, maybe you start him. It really depends what your team looks like. I don't know if I'd start Chancey Stuckey, and if you're in a position where you absolutely have to start him, I think your team's in more trouble than we can even help you with. <laughs> um, i obviously start Peyton Hillis. I would start tight end Benjamin Watson. Again, he needs Colt McCoy needs somebody to throw to. Watson's not a bad target, but I would say no kicker, no defense, just because this isn't going to be a huge scoring game. There's not going to be enough points on either side of the ball there. And what's Josh Cripps' status again for the game on Sunday? I think he's questionable right now. Would you start him if he plays? Uh, you know, if he plays, I think I would. Okay. For Jacksonville, it's pretty easy for me. I, I say if, if they're playing on Jacksonville, you start them this week. So David Garrard, come on down. Maurice Jones, Drew. Mike Sims-Walker is questionable with an ankle injury. If he plays, start him. Mike Thomas, start him. Mercedes Lewis, start. Defense, start. Start kicker Josh Scobie, the end. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the end. What, you're... <laughs> You like my in-depth analysis of that game? It was, I mean, that that may have been some of the most hard-hitting analysis you've you've given us all season. <laughs> okay, well then wait wait for the for the next one. Here we've oh, got the, the Jets hosting Houston, and now Rex Ryan actually has to co- has to focus on coaching football rather than making fun of his brother and. I think for once the Jets are going to win a game that doesn't go into overtime. That's they're on the road, so hope, I mean they're at home this week, so hopefully they'll. But luckily for them, they're playing another unimpressive team this week, Houston, who everybody seems to pick for the playoffs every year, and every year they seem to fall just a game or two short, and they're well on their track to repeating that record uh, this season. So I, I think the Jets are going to be able to run the ball. I think. They're going to especially be able to throw the ball against Houston secondary, not secretary, secondary. (laughs) And even though Jericho Cotteries... 
Yeah, and even though Jericho Cotri is going to be out with a groin injury, I, I still think that's no problem for the Jets. I think they're going to walk all over the the Texans, and I think the final score is going to be Jets 34, Texans 24. I I just don't know what to make of the Texans. You know, I I feel like they have the pieces to be a good team, and they just can't can't get it going. And I don't know why. Just every year this happens. You're right. I would love to say I think Houston's going to beat the Jets, and my best friend's a Jets fan and would love me to say that because he thinks I have some kind of curse on them. If I pick them to win, they lose, and so he'd rather that I didn't. But I'm going to say the Jets are going to win this game. I just don't know. Matt Schaub was is in the hospital with his knee being so inflamed right now, and I, I, I assume he plays. They say he's going to, but you just don't know what you're going to get out of him. Is it going to affect his mobility? Is not practicing going to hurt him? I don't know. But if you have Matt Schaub and you're in a two-quarterback week, I would start him. I don't think I'd go with him as your only quarterback option because is the knee going to hold up for four quarters? I don't know. But if you have Andre Johnson, you start him. I think you can start Kevin Walter if you need if you need to. Again, that's going to depend on what your lineup looks like. I would start Arian Foster, but no tight ends. I would go with the kicker because I think they may score most of their points on field goals or at least attempts, but no defense because I agree with you. I think the Jets will put up a fair amount of points. I just, I don't know. This is going to be a weird game, I feel like. Well, especially if Matt Leiner starts for the Texans. <laughs> USC versus USC. Yeah, that's right. Who do you think would win? But on the Jets' side of things, ugh. Mark Sanchez, as Jenna mentioned, questionable with a calf injury. Chances are he's going to play. I mean, do you really want Mark Brunel quarterbacking your team? Uh, probably not. But I think Sanchez <laughs> will start and be effective. I think he's going to do very well throwing the ball to Santonio Holmes and Braylon Edwards. So I don't know why I have Braylon Owens written on my sheet, but it's Braylon Edwards. You start both of those guys, they'll both do really well. Start Dustin Keller, he'll do well. Start the defense, start kicker Nick Folk. And as I said before, Kotri is out with a groin injury, so you don't start him. And I'd say maybe to running backs, LaDainian Tomlinson and Sean Green, partly because Houston actually has a respectable front seven and partly just because I think the Jets are going to be throwing the ball all day and not running it a heck of a lot. So I think the receivers have a lot more value, and even Sanchez, if he plays, have a lot more value in this game than than the running backs do. Of course, if for some reason Mark Brunel should have to start the game, then the running backs become more valuable and the receivers become less valuable. So I would say make the running backs yeses and the receivers maybes in the unlikely event that they have to break the fire case and and bring out uh, Mark Brunel. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's, All right. let's keep moving here. All right, next game up, we've got the Baltimore Ravens coming off that last-minute loss to Atlanta. They've got another game on the road a little bit further north this week. They're playing Carolina, who luckily for them is nowhere near as good as Atlanta is, even though they're in the same division and same you know, geographic area generally. But I, I think this is going to be one of the the less interesting, if not the least interesting game of the week. And I think Baltimore is going to win this by at least two touchdowns. I'll go with a final score of 24-7, to mainly because I just can't see 
how Carolina's even going to score unless Joe Flacco just starts handing the ball off to the defense and letting them run with it. I mean, you never know. I definitely think this is going to be a blowout. I think the Ravens are going to score early. They're going to score often. It's going to be ugly really fast for Carolina. I mean, I just I don't see a ton of value in Carolina fantasy-wise to begin with, but Jimmy Clausen's questionable. Tony Pike's never made an NFL start. It could get interesting. For Baltimore, I think you definitely go ahead and start Joe Flacco. You start Anquan Bolden, Derek Mason, Ray Rice, Todd Heap. I would even go ahead and start their defense. If you need a kicker, maybe. I'm not crazy about their kicker, period, but you could make a case to start anybody on this team right now. <laughs> and if you need a designated spitter, LaRon McLean is a good choice, too. Yep, yep. You got all your bases covered. <laughs> you do. All right. For Carolina, there's not much to get excited about here or even not excited even to just talk about here. I'd say the only guy that I think is worth starting for them this week is tight end Dante Rosario because Pike or whoever they pick off the street to quarterback from this week is going to have to throw the ball to someone, and that someone is more likely to be the dump-down, you know, dump-off, check-down guy, and that's Rosario. And I'd also say Carolina's defense might be worth starting just because Baltimore might fall asleep during this game because it'll be out to a, a pretty comfortable lead pretty quickly here. I'd say no to Tony Pike, no to running back Mike Goodson, no to wide receivers Steve Smith and Brandon LaFell, who's questionable with a concussion. And I'd say no to kicker John Casey. And as we talked before, Jimmy Clausen questionable with a concussion, even if he does start, no to him, and no to all of the running backs, as as Jana mentioned, D'Angelo Williams out for the season with a foot injury, so that's the last we mentioned his name on this program this season, and also no to running backs, Jonathan Stewart and uh, Tyrell, Sut- Tyrell Sutton, who are both uh, questionable, Stewart with a concussion and Sutton with an angle injury, ankle injury, so ugh, this is there's just nothing there for you know, Carolina. I, I think I would actually start Goodson because I, I know it's against the Baltimore defense, but I, I think Carolina's going to have more success running the ball than throwing it, and the only body they have available to do that is Goodson. So I might go ahead and start him this week. But, let's just but I mean, if the defense knows you can't throw the ball, they might just line up all 11 guys on the line of scrimmage every play and then that would Yeah, but if you try if you try to run the ball 100 times, you're going to have to have some progress. I don't know about that. You might be right, but <laughs> we we can take that up uh, next week. So, speaking of next week, we have two teams playing each other this week, Detroit and Dallas who traditionally host the Thursday Thanksgiving games. Usually they like to give the Thursday Thanksgiving home teams, since they have a short week, they also like to give them the home games the previous Sunday. But since they're playing each other this year, they can't do that. So rather than move it to a neutral field, I guess they decided they'd have the game at Dallas. So Detroit's going to be in Dallas, which will probably seem like a home game for them anyway because John Kitten and Roy Williams will both be there on the Dallas side. And Dallas, yeah, they look great against the Giants. I just think that was probably a fluke. I think they were all really riled up to play a division foe and to 
show that Jason Garrett was a worthwhile coach and all. But I, I think they'll win this week, but not convincingly. I think they'll win by a touchdown, 24-17. I disagree, shockingly. You think Detroit's <laughs> going to win? That, I think Detroit is going to win this game. Oh, like no. you said, it's John Kitna and Roy Williams versus their old team. I know Detroit's in Dallas, but Dallas can't win at home. They've proven that. They just don't do it. So why would this week be any different? I also don't believe in Jason Garrett as a coach. So I'm not really – I think this game will be close. I think Detroit wins. I don't think – I mean, I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I'm not really excited about Dallas' prospects. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, for Detroit, fantasy-wise, I think you can start Sean Hill in two quarterback leagues. I know he's still playing with a wrap on his his fractured arm. They are you're going to see them out of the shotgun a lot more than right under center, which they did last week because it's easier for him to get the ball that way because of his his arm. But he's still effective even though he's got broken bones. So I think you can start him. You can start Calvin Johnson. I would start Nate Burleson. Javid Best. I would still start even though he is not. Oh no. He's not super healthy. I still think you can start him against Dallas's defense this week. But, again, he can't be the guy you're hanging your your running back hat on. It's just you can't win that way. Um, I might go ahead and start tight end Brandon Pettigrew. He and Sean Hill uh, seem to have some good chemistry. He gets a lot more targets with Hill under center than with Stafford. But I would say no kicker, no defense. All right, for Dallas. I think John Kitna is going to have another good game this week. So start him and start wide receivers, Miles Austin and Des Bryant. Say no to running backs, Felix Jones. I mean, no to Marion Barber and Tashard Choice. Maybe for running back Felix Jones and maybe for wide receiver Roy Williams. I would say yes to the defense and and no for kicker uh, David Beeler. I think this might be a a good game to watch just because it'll be interesting, but I just I don't see any way Dallas can win this. Well, I disagree. I think the only I think I think <laughs> I think uh, I think um, Antonio Margarito had a better chance against Manny Pacquiao than uh, Detroit has of winning this game. But we'll see. <laughs> well, let's move on. Let's move on. Get yeah, let, shall we? <laughs> okay. We're going to run out of time arguing about which team is worse here. So next game up, this would have been a good game about 35 years ago, and hopefully it'll be a good game this weekend, but I'm not holding my breath, and that would be Oakland at Pittsburgh. So there's going to be no immaculate reception in this game, but I think and there, I think Oakland is actually going to pull this out. Pittsburgh has not looked really good recently. Monday, I mean, uh, Sunday night, um, Tom Brady just picked them apart, and I think Oakland's going to upset Pittsburgh. I think they win this game 21-20. Uh, I wholeheartedly disagree with that. <laughs> um, Jamarcus Russell's quarterbacking for Oakland, which every two weeks they name a new starting quarterback. And Jamarcus I Russell or Jason Campbell? <laughs> or Jason Campbell, I'm sorry. Um Clearly, I don't like either of them, but <laughs> one, one's a little bit bigger. One I think is going to be in the Macy's parade as a float next, as a balloon next week, and 
one who's starting quarterback <laughs> for the Raiders. Well, I just I think Jason Campbell is not the way to go. Bruce Gronkowski I like better as a quarterback in Oakland. Uh, I think Pittsburgh wins by 10 points. I don't think this is as close or as good of a game as you think it will be. Um, I don't even want to start Jason Campbell <laughs> under any capacity in any kind of league unless you absolutely have to. Um, unless your quarterbacks are Chad Henney and Chad Pennington, that's only the only way I could see that starting Jason Campbell is a good idea. That being so said, I'm not excited about a <laughs> Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm... You wouldn't have started I, not him two about weeks ago his... in that game where he won fifty nine to thirty or whatever that was against Denver. I I personally would not even have Jason Campbell on my team to begin with. <laughs> You'd rather have Derek Anderson. I'm not a I'm not a Jason Campbell, Campbell believer. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I I'm not excited about his his receivers this week either. Clearly, if I don't even want you to start him. The only one I'm even remotely considering is maybe Lewis Murphy, and that's, again, more of a flex option than anything else. You could be okay with starting running back Darren McFadden, but, again, he's not the guy to hang your hat on. The only guy I'm definitely starting is tight end Zach Miller. Otherwise, no kicker, no defense. I don't think there's a huge fight put up by Oakland here this week. No Darius Hayward Bay? Nope. Okay. No hyphens. <laughs> no hyphens. All right. Uh, speaking of hyphens, I have a silly story to tell you when we get to the Indy New England game. But so for Pittsburgh, well, you I would tell say. Us your pick here. <laughs> yeah, tight end Heath Miller. I start him, and I start the Steelers defense. That's it. No to quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. No to running back Richard Mendenhall. No to wide receivers Mike Wallace and Heinz Ward, who's probable with a concussion. And no to kicker uh, Sean Sweesom. So I just okay. not Im- I'm not Short impressed. And sweet. <laughs> All right. Obviously not. Next game, uh, Atlanta at St. Louis, the first of the Sunday late games. I think this is going to be a better game than people think, but I think Atlanta is going to win this 24 to 21. I I actually agree with you. I think this will be a good game. I think it'll be close. I think Atlanta wins. If maybe maybe by seven points at the most, I think St. Louis hangs in there with them for the majority of the game. I would go ahead and start Matt Ryan. I'd start Marathi White, maybe even Michael Jenkins. Go ahead and start Michael Turner at running back. Yes, tight end Tony Gonzalez. Yes, kicker. <laughs> yes, defense. Go for it. Start anybody there. <laughs> Alrighty. So for for St. Louis, I'd say you start. Um, Wide rec- you start running back Steven Jackson, you start wide receiver Danny Amendola, and you start the defense. You maybe for Sam Bradford, he's a maybe for me. Wide receivers Brandon Gibson and Laurent Robinson are maybes for me, and tight end Daniel Fells is also a maybe for me. I'd say no to wide receiver Marty Gilliard and no to kicker Josh Brown. Okay, Next. pretty pretty easy there. Yep. <laughs> Next game, Let's Tampa Bay at San Tampa Bay at San Francisco. San Francisco is supposedly bouncing back. They're all the way up to three and six now, which means they're three and one after their zero and five start. But I'm still not impressed. Tampa Bay, I'm not terribly impressed by them either. But I do think they're going to win this game, even though it's on the road. And I'll go with Tampa to win this by a twenty to thirteen 
score. So I'm, I'm not thinking there's going to be a lot of offense here. I know this is crazy, but I am going to agree with you again. <laughs> uh, that's, you, you've already used happened. your quota for the show here. I know. We're we're going way outside the box here this week. I, yep. As much as I wanted San Francisco, I've been willing them to become a good team. It's They're just still mediocre. I, there's, I just don't know what to, to feel about them. I... I don't think you can give up on them yet. I mean, they're out west. Anybody can win there. But I do agree. I think there's a minimal amount of offense in this game. I do think Tampa pulls it out. I think you can go ahead and start Josh Freeman in a two-quarterback league. I'd start Mike Williams. I'd start Aurelius Ben. I'd start running back with Garrett Blunt. And maybe if you're hurting for a flex player, maybe Cadillac Williams. He's still getting some looks, although clearly not as many as he was five weeks ago. I might start tight end Kellen Winslow. I'm kind of on the fence about that. Again, it's going to depend on what your other tight end matchups are. Um, but no kicker, no defense, just because there's not going to be a ton of points here. All right. So for for San Francisco, I would say I would say yes to quarterback Troy Smith um, because he's going to start, even though the other Smith, Alex Smith, is healthy this week, but. Troy Smith's the guy you want to start. Running back, Frank Gore is probable with a foot injury, but you want to start him, assuming he plays. Um, Michael Crabtree is a start this week. Vernon Davis, tight end Vernon Davis, you start him. Start the defense. I say no to quarterback Alex Smith and the kicker, whoever it is that's going to replace Joe Nedney, who's, I think, going to miss the game with a knee injury. And then maybe for Josh Morgan, the wide receiver, depending on what other options you have. Moving right along. Yeah, it's just, there's not a lot to get excited about in this game. No. And speaking of a game where there's not a lot to get excited about, we've got Seattle visiting New Orleans. I know Seattle had their offensive explosion last week, but keep in mind it was against Arizona. I just I don't see any way Seattle wins this game. I know anything can happen on any given Sunday, but this isn't that Sunday for Seattle. I think New Orleans wins this game handily. I'll go with a score of 28-10. to 10. Yeah, I think this is, has definite blowout potential. Um, I think this is the uh, end of the Matt Hasselbeck tour this season. I think his, his body is just breaking down too much to be effective, and he's got a, a, a terrible is a harsh thing to say, but the team is kind of terrible right now around him, so he's not getting a ton of help. Um, so I'd really only use Matt Hasselbeck if you absolutely have to. Um I, I would start him over Jason Campbell, but I don't think either are great options. Um, I would start wide receiver Mike Williams if you had to pick one. Maybe Deion Butler if you really need somebody to fill in. Marshawn Lynch at running back, I just don't – I'm not excited about what he's bringing to the table. I just don't think he's getting enough production to be that worthwhile fantasy-wise. But if you need somebody to, to start – He's an option. I would say no to the tight end, no to the kicker, no to the defense. I'm not excited about this game at all. <laughs> I think the only way you're excited about it is if you're a Saints fan or you have Drew Brees on your fantasy team. I think yeah. he might finally start living up to his billing this week. I think he'll throw for a lot of yards, so you start him. 
Stripe Marcus Colston, the wide receiver, no to the defense. Excuse me, yes to their defense. And <laughs> Reggie Bush, even if he plays, he's questionable with his, his legs still, but I, I don't start him, and I don't start Chris Ivory with his shoulder injury, and I don't start kicker Garen Hartley. All three of the wide receivers, all of the wide receivers not named Marcus Colston would be maybes for me, and that would include Lance Moore, Robert Meacham, and Devery Henderson. And I'd say maybe for the tight ends, Jeremy Shockey is still questionable with his rib injury. And if he doesn't play, then it would be Dave Thomas. No, not the one who was in the Wendy's commercial, but the second-string tight end from New Orleans. He'd be a maybe for me. So, anyway, this game is not going right. to be very interesting. Let's, uh, Move on. Let's get to so, the game that ESPN has been hyping since Sunday's games ended this week. <laughs> All right, we've got Indianapolis at New England, and I know New England looked good last week. I, I just think Indianapolis is a better team. Of course, I thought that about Pittsburgh last week, too, but uh, I think Indianapolis is going to win this 34-24. I... I, I think I agree. I agree Indianapolis is going to win this game, even though they're basically running a B team compared to what they'd normally be putting on the field with all the injuries they've they've been hit with. The fact that they're still so good is incredible for, <laughs> for the fact that they have almost an entire starting offense injured. But I, I think Peyton Manning wins the annual Peyton Manning-Tom Brady Bowl. I think he wins pretty convincingly. You can obviously start Peyton Manning, start Reggie Wayne. I would go ahead and start Pierre Garçon as well. Um, Donald Brown is really the only running back option fantasy-wise in this game. Obviously, Adai and Mike Hart are are not going to play, and Javaris James isn't really going to be a huge factor in this game, I don't think, although he will be the number two running back come Sunday. I would start tight end Jacob Tammy, who is lighting the world on fire right now in that system that's built around tight ends. And I'd go ahead and start the kicker, but not the defense, because they are playing the potent Patriots offense. And speaking of that potent Patriot offense, it's not going to be <laughs> nearly as potent as if uh, if Mr. Bunch in there can't uh, play because of his foot injury, to say nothing of his shoulder injury he's had ever since he broke into the league. So, but if he can't play, I'd say he's a yes. Wide receiver Wes I'm Walker sure would played. be a yes. I don't think it's a question. Yeah, it probably. And um, tight end Aaron Hernandez, I would also start him. He's, I think, caught five touchdown passes in the last three weeks. I'd say no to the Patriots' defense, no to kicker Shane Graham, maybe to kicker Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis, who I mistakenly called Ben Jarvis Green-Marley, earlier today for some reason. Don't ask me why. And what also is maybe today? I don't know. You're I'm, all uh, over the place. Yeah, my my mind is, is not uh, functioning. I'm not well anyway, so maybe to Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, maybe to Danny Woodhead and maybe to tight end Ron Rob Gronkowski if you get points in your league for having a Gronkowski in your lineup. I mean I'm sure some leagues score that way. It'd be impossible not to. Right. <laughs> I, I know at least two of my leagues do. And now we get to the meat and potatoes of the schedule. 
We've got the New York Giants traveling down the turnpike to Philadelphia this week. I think Philadelphia did all their scoring for the month last Monday night against the Redskins. I don't think they're going to have any points left to score. Actually, I think they will score some, but I don't think it'll I be enough. I think that's this a week. lot of wishful thinking in that sense. <laughs> and and I think stop all the hype about handing Michael Vick the MVP award not happening. New York Giants 24, Philadelphia 21, and and the MVP award is going to go to somebody in the next game who we'll talk about shortly. But I'll, I'll say Giants win this game 24 to 21, in spite of how bad they looked last week and how good Philadelphia looked this week. Um, you know, I think this is a game that I wouldn't be surprised to see to go to overtime. I wouldn't be surprised if whoever has the ball last wins. That's usually I, the way it works in overtime. Well, I mean, if it didn't go to overtime, obviously. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I I think Philly is going to edge it out, maybe a last-second field goal. I I wouldn't be surprised if either of these teams win. Honestly, I think this is going to be a great game to watch. I think these teams are very evenly matched, and I think they both have a ton of offensive weapons. Um, I think you go ahead, you start Eli Manning, you start Hakeem Nix. I'd start Mario Manningham. Obviously, no Steve Smith this week with that torn pectoral muscle. I'd start running back Ahmed Bradshaw. Maybe Brandon Jacobs is a flex player. He does score very frequently. Um, Tight end Kevin Boss, I would say no to. I think there are several better options out there right now. And I would say no kicker, no defense. You see, I think the reason that Steve Smith hurt his pectoral muscle is because somebody told him he was on their fantasy team and they had him as a flex player. (laughs) Okay. So for Philadelphia, I'd say maybe to Michael Vick. I know he looked like a world beater last Sunday, but don't forget the Giants have a way of uh, knocking quarterbacks out of games. So Kevin Cobb, uh, get that throwing shoulder ready. So maybe to Michael Vick, oh yes to, <laughs> to LaShawn McCoy, who's questionable with a shoulder injury. Yes to wide receivers, Deshaun Jackson and Jeremy Macklin, especially Jackson, how could you not? Yes to tight end Brent Selleck, who's had a bad season by his standards, but I think he'll have a good game here. Yes to the Eagles' defense, yeah, and no to kicker David Akers, maybe to Vick, and maybe to wide receiver Jason Avant. All right. Um, I think you'll be eating your words next week about maybe starting Vic, but, again, we always disagree on things. So let's keep well, moving. I'm just not convinced he makes the game. I'm, not, I'm just not convinced he makes it it's through okay. the game. we gotta, we got to get, get on the next game here and uh, okay, okay. finish up. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. We're moving, we're moving, we're moving. San Diego 41, Denver 24. That's ridiculous. San Diego, there's no way on earth they could even get close to scoring 41 points. I don't know what you're doing. I don't even know how your mind works. Denver is going to blow San Diego out. No, that's where you're – well, yeah. <laughs> we I, I don't see how Denver – next week for sure. Denver can't <laughs> blow anybody out. Uh, I don't think San Diego can blow anybody They're out. They're usually so. the blowees rather than the blowers when it comes to blowouts. I don't even think you can say that on radio. <laughs> well, sorry. Um, Denver, fantasy-wise, start Kyle Orton, 
start Jabbar Gaffney. He's got six straight games with at least one catch of 20-plus yards. I would start Eddie Royal. I'd start Brandon Lloyd. I'd start Noshawn Moreno. No tight end. Yes to the kicker. No to the defense. Denver wins this handily. It's over before the second half hits. Gee whiz. Where, where do you even start rebutting something like that? Okay, I'll start it by saying that Philip Rivers is going to be the MVP for the NFL this year. So, yes, you start him. Oh, my against, gosh. What is that, wrong with you? What do you mean, what's wrong with you? You know how many yards he's thrown That's for the season? Pardon? That's absurd. No chance. No way that happens. Mark my words. It's either going to be him or Peyton Manning. There's nobody. There's no other candidates in my mind. But anyway, Philip Rivers is a start. (laughs) Tight end Antonio Gates needs to be started. The defense needs to be started, and kicker Chris Brown needs to be started. I would say no to wide receiver Malcolm Floyd, even if he plays questionable with a hamstring injury. Uh, Legadu Nane, questionable with a hamstring injury. So apparently hamstring injuries are contagious among wide receivers in San Diego. That's our lesson for the week. Running backs... um, Ryan Matthews, questionable with an ankle injury. Mike Tolbert, probable with an ankle injury. So apparently ankle injuries are contagious for their running backs. Darren Sproles, also a maybe. And uh, wide receivers, uh, say, Araja Tutu, would, uh, Ajira Tutu, excuse me, would be a maybe for me, as would uh, wide receiver Patrick Creighton. I'm done. All right. Um, before we get into waiver wire pickups, one of our listeners has a question on Twitter. Who would you rather have at quarterback, Michael Vick or Aaron Rodgers? I have to trade one of them. I know, and I'm sure you all know what my answer would be, and I think after hearing your analysis of Philadelphia that you'd agree with me that Aaron Rodgers would be the one to keep, but... Yeah, trade high, sell high on Vick, and I don't know what your needs are, but you could probably fill two or three holes you know, if you get somebody to overpay for, for Michael Vick. All right. I, I figured that was uh, going to be the case, but I wanted to check. And so we agree. Really quick, we've got, I know it's very rare. This guy's clearly on the road to success, if we agree. <laughs> yep. Um, let's jump in really quick. We've got just a couple of minutes and talk about our top waiver wire pickups by position for week 11. Do you want to go ahead and start? All right. For quarterbacks, there are two guys I have my eye on this week, one more than the other. Tyler Thigpen against Chicago for Miami. I like him as a pickup if you need somebody. Certainly you'd start him over someone like Derek Anderson. And even Tony Pike, I'd start him over the likes of Derek Anderson, which isn't saying much, but he's uh, playing home against Baltimore this week. Again, I know I don't think Carolina is going to score many points, but if it's a question between taking a zero for your team and starting Derek Anderson and we're stand, or starting Tony Pike. Start right. Tony Pike and hope for the best. Real quick, Real quick let's go to your running back picks. Uh, Keelan Williams and Bernard Scott. Okay. And tight ends, wide receivers, who are you liking? Eh, I don't really have any strong feelings this week. How about you? Um, at quarterback, I agree with you on Tyler Sigpen. Tony Pike, I also like Sean Hill, even though they're playing my Cowboys. I think he has a big game. Uh, running back, I like. I disagree with you on Mike Goodson. I would absolutely go with him. Um, at tight end, maybe Brandon Pettigrew. I kind of like what he's doing with Sean Hill now. 
And wide receiver, I like Jordan Shipley long-term, maybe somebody like Patrick Creighton, but this week I don't love his matchup. Uh, and we're just about out of time. You can find us here next week from 9.30 to 10.30, as we are every week. Uh, you can contact us during the week on Twitter at the number 4THN Inches Show. That's the number 4THN Inches Show. We also are at the number 4THN Inches Show at gmail.com. We'll be talking about key injuries and week, t- week 12 game analysis next week. And you can find us on the fantasyfootballsherpa.com blog. We'll be debating there this week and read the Sherpa's football musings on the Huffington Post. And Sunday morning, if you have questions, find us on Twitter. We'll help you fill your lineup spots. So thank you to Jana for doing a great job, as always, and go Chargers this week. <laughs> thank you.